are oppressed. We are exploited. We are denied not only civil rights, I'm but even human rights. First place, come play with me. You want second place? Let us sing forever. Let us play forever. Wake your ass up. Awaken the beast inside. Welcome back to the realest podcast in the world. I'm your host, Osama. My name is Muhammad. And we are Waze. Ladies and gentlemen, it's episode 101. We have to have a banger of an episode. We have actually the first youngest person, right, Mo, ever. Yeah, for sure. I think this is the youngest guest we've had on the show. Entrepreneur, hardworking. Uh, so we're going to introduce her. Janella, welcome. Hi. <laughs> yeah, so my name is Janella Beecher. That's great. That's great. So tell them who you are and shout out all your accounts. Sure. So you can follow me on instagram at gianella.bjar so that's g-i-a-n-e-l-l-a dot b-e-j-a-r um i will be talking about my organization i am the founder of eve you can follow us at eve advocate so that is e-v-e dot a-d-v-o-c-a-t-e now before we start the topic the first question i have for you is your generation is different, not only because you guys are using social media, but at the same time, how diverse you guys are. We never had to do school online. Obviously, there was no pandemic or anything of that sort. Explain to us the process of just like going to school from the time you're young and also in high school. You're used to the process. And then out of nowhere, a pandemic hits. And then all of a sudden, you have to do online as far as schooling. Like, what is that method? What is that process like? Explain it to us. Oh, wow. That was a journey. I think the beginning of quarantine, that was incredible for me personally. (laughs) I loved it. You know, I was able to control my time um, for like the first six months of quarantine. I was actually like working out, going on bike rides every day, hanging out with friends. It was like hanging out with friends virtually, of course, but it was a really great time. But then I think at a certain point, it did definitely hit, especially being at that age where you're trying to figure yourself out and you're not able to meet with anyone. You're not able to talk with anyone and you're just completely isolated. It did get hard, I think, during that first year. But we got through it. <laughs> I can't say I relate to that because obviously like mm-hmm. when I was in, in high school, like we never had to worry about a pandemic or or any kind of virus and yeah it's definitely tough because two years like imagine that you being in high school and like your high school for us mo like when we're in high school we never have to worry like we actually got the high school experience you know for a lot of high school people now like i guess who are younger than us this guy like this guy might have sound so old he's like your generation (laughs) (laughs) but yeah I, i could i could definitely see where a lot of people if you're like i don't know from the age of 15 to like 20 like I guess a big part of you could be even when you're in university or, or high school. Yeah, it's the biggest. The biggest thing is like your lifestyle got taken away from you. Yeah, definitely. It's just such a crucial part in your de- development. I think um, I was able to adapt, I guess. But I know many. For example, my sister. She's eleven, so she's a little younger. Um, but it was definitely harder to make that change from online to in person, and it was. It's complicated, right? Staying in contact with your friends and trying to keep a consistent schedule. 
knowing that you're able to adapt and obviously it's more easier for you, if you could offer any advice to people around your age, because you never know, it could be a few months from now, we might go back into pandemic and not a lot of people are, not a lot of people are like, obviously God forbid, but not a lot of people are willing to just give everything up again, right? So for those who struggle with mental health and just trying to figure out how to survive online and still have your personal life and mindset, what advice could you give to those who might have to go through that again? Okay, there's going to be a couple of things. Um, one, do something outside of school. Like you need to have a personal project, something that excites you or else, I don't know, you will not be able to enjoy things. So you need something outside of school. You need something that excites you. And second, therapy. <laughs> I know, I, I know um, it's a lot. I think it's more common now for people my age to um, be in therapy. But yeah, I, I'm in therapy and I have been for the past couple months and I, I truly do encourage it. It's really helpful in managing your time, your goals, and making sure that you're on path and you're staying consistent and you're not going deeper into, ooh, I don't know how to say this, but yeah, just staying at a manageable level, just keeping everything manageable. Honestly, the fact that you said therapy, yeah, that's a, that's a big one. Because I know I know in our last episode, I think it was episode 58, we had a guest and we spoke about mental health. <laughs> and I remember that she said the same thing that, that you did. I remember she said, Claudia said, who was the guest on the episode, she's like, it's, it's important to, ha- to go to therapy if you obviously need it. And um, yeah, I think it's definitely important. I think for me, because it's funny that we speak, we're speaking about this because I was talking about this with my friend just now before I, like, before I came <laughs> and started this podcast. And I told him, like, doesn't emasculate you to uh, ask for help or to go seek some information because someone else definitely knows what you're going through and they can definitely help you out. Regardless if it's like if you're a former therapist talking to a friend or if you're a mm-hmm. former therapist going to someone as a stranger is able to help you out and then guide you through your problems. It's definitely important in, the, in these kind of times. But I did want to touch on, you said that Corona was kind of a blessing for you. Like it, it was good for you, if I'm not mistaken. So why is that? Well, yes, it was in certain ways, in certain ways. <laughs> No, I think it was this idea where, because in grade nine, that was when, before the pandemic had started, I was going to school, but once I got back home, I was exhausted. So I wasn't able to do as many things as I wanted to. But once things got went online, I was given that flexibility. So I was able to start projects outside of school. I was able to get more involved in volunteering opportunities. And um, I think I was in clubs. And I just had more flexibility to explore myself and explore what I wanted to do, which I wouldn't have gotten if we had been in person. So I think that was a really unique experience and I'm glad I used it in that way. Out of that came Eve. Out of that came a lot of friends, a lot of new experiences. And I'm just, I'm really fortunate to have them. You're obviously a lot younger than we are, but for... People around your age are probably the a whole generation. A whole, pretty much a whole generation, a whole decade. But I guess my question to you is: a lot of people around your age in high school, I guess like you're like you're like the outlier. Like you're always like working towards yourself, trying to build yourself up. And I'd love to talk about your organization soon. So why do you put yourself in uncomfortable situations? Because for me, I told you this before, like you're an inspiration to me. Like that, like at your age, like you're doing all this kind of stuff. You're working. You're trying to like go out of your way to help people better yourself which by the way a lot of people your age like they think that they have time but the fact that you're doing it now kind of like puts you on a a pedestal 
and inspire like, me and my me and my buddy mo like, we always talk about it we're like we wish we were like people like you we have friends who are younger than us who like i guess we're like we're their mentors in a sense and we told them like as much as you think we inspire you you guys inspire us at your age that you guys do, that you guys are doing this stuff so why do you allow yourself to do this kind of stuff at this age it's i thought of this before this i it's really just the people that i'm surrounded with i'm the friends that i'm surrounded with are all incredible and if you think what i'm doing is impressive you should look at what they're doing i'm constantly inspired i'm constantly like looking and learning and growing with them um, i'm really lucky to be friends with them um even with my family, my dad's always pushed me through like this path of entrepreneurship and figuring out who I want to be. And a lot, I'm interested in STEM. A lot of what I do is related to that. So he's also pushed me down that road. So yeah, I think it's really just being surrounded by incredible people who have been able to mentor me. And yeah, I've just been able to do a lot because of them. And I keep continue to do more because I'm, I've learned to love it. I learned that I like putting myself in uncomfortable situations because the rewards are always incredible. I meet new people and given new opportunities and it's just a very rewarding experience overall. Yeah. Being surrounded by people, I could tell you even around when you come to my age, which again, I still consider myself young, but when you come to my age, it's really important because that's when there's a lot of people that can either bring you down in a negative way. Cause when you're, when you're in your twenties, mm -hmm. you're making a lot of like life decisions. Like when you're, when you're younger, of course that there's going to be certain decisions that will affect you. And obviously only around your age, but when you get older, you're going to start realizing that certain people, not, it's not that they're bad, but your values start changing. Cause you get older, you get more wiser. You start like, you know what? Mm, this person one time was cool, but at this time and period, he's not cut. This person's not cutting it because of these kind of reasons. So yeah, I definitely agree with your answer. Thanks. Yeah, I think it really does matter who you surround yourself with. 100%. One question I have for you is, obviously, it's difference between generations. Once again, I always keep saying this. When we were younger, <laughs> when it came to social media, we were only using like roughly two to three apps. You had Facebook, you had, barely people use, you had MSN, but that's a little bit earlier, but I'm talking about like social media, social media. So we're using like Facebook and maybe Snapchat. Instagram was like, if you're really about photography, and Twitter is like if you really want to like have conversations and stuff, right? Um, for you guys, you guys are way more advanced because you're using at least like eight to ten different apps consistently on a daily basis. Talk to me about social media. Do you love it? Do you hate it? And how do you see yourself being a part of it? And what do you think the power of social media is in the future going forward? Well, I got onto social media at quite a young age. Um um, the platforms I use most are probably Instagram, LinkedIn, if that counts. And if you want to reach me through there, I'm more than happy to connect. But yeah, LinkedIn. Connector. Come on, guys. <laughs> LinkedIn, Instagram, Snapchat, um, Discord. I also consistently use that. And I think that's it. But I'm sure there are more platforms that, yeah, it's the small um, array of platforms that people used to use. Like It's definitely growing. And I personally, I think it's a really great tool to connect with people. And I love how people have gotten so creative and are constantly producing content and it's created opportunities, especially for influencers, right? To grow their platform, grow that personal brand at a young age. Um, it's like everyone's dream now to become a content creator. A lot of people's. 
So yeah, I think it's really cool what they've created. Um, personally, I don't use it that much. I use, I think, Instagram the most. And even then, maybe an hour at most each day. But yeah, I think social media can be good. But at a certain point, especially apps like TikTok, it can become mindless scrolling and it just becomes a way to escape. And it's not a really great way to cope with problems. The thing is, I think for me, I can't speak for anybody else, but I can speak specifically for me. At one point, social media did take a toll on me because I was viewing myself or compare, I should say comparing myself to what I was seeing, right? Which is the worst thing you can obviously do. So I guess there has to be a sense of control. And I can tell you from someone who, when I, when I was like, I guess 17 or like 16, the biggest thing was Facebook. And at that point, Facebook Messenger wasn't even a thing. Like you, I remember like when we, when we wanted to skip class, you would go on someone's uh, wall, Facebook wall, and you'd be like, yo, you're trying to skip, you're kind of exposing yourself. Like you're snitching on yourself, like you're skipping. <laughs> So, yeah, to, everybody knows the struggle. But now the cool thing about social media, for example, Clubhouse, I'm not sure if you know what Clubhouse is or if you heard of it. Oh, yes, I did join Clubhouse, yes. Yeah, so I joined Clubhouse because of this guy. I remember it was only meant for iPhones. And when I remember when I first joined it, I met some amazing people who actually ended up being part of the podcast and, like, you've made some great friendships. But you tend to, I remember one person said something which shocked me. She's like, I value more opinions on Clubhouse than I do my actual friends in reality. I'm like, bro, I'm not sure what made you do that whoa like nah i'm like there's no way i trust you guys more than the people who i've known for like three three years and it shows you that tiktok is great instagram is great but it, it really depends on what you're using it for kind of going back to what you were saying mm -hmm. and also controlling yourself because too much on too much time on social media you're like you're gonna go crazy <laughs> yeah there's some weird sides of social media that if you get on them it, it changes the way you think right and it changes the way you look at it's really impactful on your life, especially at a young age, where I think it's you've got to be careful. Like I think right now, when it's when it comes to five year olds being on TikTok, especially like at that age where they're trying to come up with the way they view the world and they can access anything on there, it gets like <laughs> you don't know what they're gonna start thinking of the world. You don't know how they're gonna develop their mindset and it's just such a crucial age i don't know <laughs> so it can be dangerous that's very true and speaking about youth you have an organization which deals with like youth i believe from 14 to 18 years old if i'm not mis if i'm not mistaken so tell us more about your organization tell us why it's so important to you to empower the youth okay yeah so i do i have founded an organization called eve i founded it in about august except like we've started creating programs in September and we are a youth empowerment organization that has feminist values. We're very proudly openly feminist. And the reason we empower youth is because, well, the youth are our future. <laughs> and I think it's really important to create these opportunities. I think this began really because I, was given really amazing opportunities and I was really fortunate for them. And I wanted to pass that on. At a certain point, I realized that not everyone is given these opportunities. And I feel like that everyone comes to that realization at some point. And so, yeah, I decided to give back. <laughs> 
So I created an organization and right now one of our biggest projects is called the Student Advocate Project. And it's simply an kind of an incubator program where you can join and bring a project to life, something that you've always wanted to do. And it doesn't have to be specifically feminist, but it can have feminist values. So anything that aligns with mental health, racism, because feminism is intersectional, right? So anything across the spectrum of systems of oppression, you can bring a project to life. One question I have for you is, yeah, it's amazing that you're doing the organization and you found it and it's all about youth empowerment and also your values as well. You know what it is. The fact that you said earlier that I spend one hour on Instagram <laughs> alone tells me much about you. It shows how disciplined you are because I don't know anyone that's either 17 or 18 years old that cannot go without spending at least more than two to three hours on Instagram or Facebook or Twitter because that's their whole world, right? Tell us about your discipline <laughs> and knowing, having that sense of, if I work on myself, I could do more as opposed to mindless scrolling, as you said, on social media and just wasting my time and letting the day go away. Like, where did you get that from? Like, where did it come from? I think, again, that really did start in the beginning of quarantine, of the pandemic. It was, I mean, of course, it was life-changing, <laughs> that pandemic Um still going on and it's still affecting everyone's lives but um yeah i think that idea of controlling what i do on a daily basis i used to do it much better before now i do spend more time than i'd like to watching netflix and binging tv shows but um i i don't know that's a good question i i wake up early that's something big i wake up at 5 a.m 6 a.m most days i like to start my days off early start them strong i'll work out occasionally i used to work out more much more consistently but i'm trying to get back into that and it's all oh, my calendar helps <laughs> i think that's such an amazing tool that i use to organize everything that i do i'm gonna talk to osama quickly osama people that you know that wake up at 5 a.m 6 a.m now Obviously, they end up doing good things, right? Become successful, whether it's like business, uh, apprenticeship, entrepreneurship, or anything, right? Anyone that you knew that started that from earlier, from the time they're from 14 to 17, they end up doing a lot of great things beyond what normal society does is because they learn how to become disciplined, number one. And through that experience, they learn how to deal with people as far as interaction, social skills, and three, they're building up their own interpersonal skills as far as the thing they want to do. And four, by the time they get to that age of 24, 25, 26, and it's time to obviously put yourself out there, they start at a very high position. Why? Because they're transcendence. And when I hear you talk, saying that you wake up at five o'clock in the morning, six o'clock in the morning, it's not because of religion, it's not because of cultural things, it's just mindset first. It's amazing and scary. Not scary for me, scary for the people that are listening around your age that do not take it for granted because I can say this right now, and someone's going to say the same thing after. You, five years from now, it's over. Like I already know the type of person I'm going to be because a person with that kind of discipline and that mindset, you're all about elevating and growing. So wherever you decide to put your mind, body, 
and sold to, it will manifest because you're putting in the work now. Well, yeah, also because when you're putting in the work towards something that's actually meaningful and towards something that obviously has a purpose, right? Because she also she obviously said the number one thing is like helping people, like trying to help the youth kind of get better. So obviously when you're doing that, you're obviously going to be way ahead. And by the way, to go back to your question, you're saying that I know anybody that uh, did this when they were 17 years old, but I wasn't doing that when I was 17 years old. I was I was waking up when my mom was going to wake me up for, or like when my alarm went off so I can go to school. I also do that now because of like, that's a whole lifestyle that changed. But like when I honestly say that she's an inspiration, she actually is because he doesn't like there's people who are younger than me who do inspire me. I'm like, wow, like someone who's younger than me by a decade, by the way, and waking up, disciplined doing getting getting done what she needs to get done which is probably inspiring a lot of people will look at that and they'll be like the ones who are hating they're just jealous the ones who are appreciative mean like wow can i get to know, can i get to know more about your organization who you as a person because to me uh there's people who are, who are younger than me i'm like wow i'm just i'm just astounded i'm appalled it makes me happy i'm like our, the world has good leaders down the road but Mo, i'll say one thing to you and this is to you it just proves to us that there's good people out there because when we were younger, we weren't like that. We were like foolish. We didn't really care. Like we were egotistical. Like we just needed our, it was our, it was basically my way or the highway, right? Just friends being foolish. But some people have to go, like I obviously got humbled. Like know that about if you know me, you know my stories, obviously you get humbled. But the fact that I, I talk to you and I listen to you inspires me. Like with your organization, going back to Muhammad said, Five years from now, you're gonna this organization that is gonna blow up because one, there are kids who are your age who are probably trying to be who are, who are and I'm I'm not even saying this to be nice. I'm just saying it because I'm real. Like hearing you, and like obviously speaking to you before, like a couple of weeks ago, just in my head, I thought talking, I thought she was older because like how mature she was. It goes a long way. It goes a long way. It does go a long way, right? and that's obviously a compliment. Like stay young. Like I, when people call me young, I get happy. I'm like, yeah, I'm young. But no, with all jokes aside, uh, yeah, you're, you're an amazing individual. And I believe you have the world to achieve. Like one day we'll see you on TED Talks with us. Like we'll be like, oh my God, that's Janelle. Like we used to speak to her back in the day. So you're definitely going to be an inspiration to a lot of people. And the fact that you're also trying to empower women, which is really important in my opinion, because even our podcast, I think the most, I think the top four episodes are women on our podcast. And like people love, they're always like, yo, like the biggest thing for us is like we wanted, we wanted to increase our female audience. We're like, we have to get amazing women like yourself onto our podcast and like talk about their platform and talk about who they are as human beings. So yeah, congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, I'm just taking in everything that you've said. That's so kind of you. Thank you. One question I have for you is it's women's month. And when I think about women's month, it's uh, very funny because it wasn't in society 10 years ago. It wasn't relevant 20 years ago. It wasn't relevant 30 years ago, but because of, degradation because of the misogynistic and because of the lack of respect or care or need towards women's needs overall it gave credence to a movement that you were obviously supporting and it gave a light on some darkness that a lot of women go through around the whole world and now women's month is a month that's obviously celebrated acknowledged and revered and when i think about women's month it's unfortunate for me as a guy because if we did better and we knew better and we acted better, such a thing didn't need to exist because obviously the quality that you guys are fighting for would obviously be here. But since it's so lopsided as far as the aspects, 
we have this, which I guess certain things need to happen in order to create that change. Now that it's Women's Month, what does this month mean to you overall? And what do you feel as if men, old, medium, and young, who are very arrogant, very pessimistic, very misogynistic of women's views, what do you think that they need to understand about women, especially during this month? I think it's really important to just listen <laughs> during this month. It's it's right the only reason that this whole well, not the only reason, but years and years of misogyny. It's this fact where women weren't listened to, right? Their ideas weren't listened to, or when they were, they were shut down, or that their ideas were taken credit for, and then the actual person was shut down. Um, so I think Women's History Month is about listening to their stories, listening to people's experiences, listening and learning from the incredible women and people who have led the path and who have paved the path. Yes, that's the word. Paved the path um, for all the change that has happened, right? There's incredible activists who have sacrificed a lot to make way for all the changes that have happened today, right? The fact that women can vote to the fact that um, a lot of women are entering fields of STEM, which are male dominated still today, even the trade trade um, field is also very male dominated, but many women continue to make that path for others by breaking into it. And I think it's, it's a really a great, great month, a great opportunity to just pay attention, to learn from other women, listen, listen from, listen to their experiences, their stories, and just really open your mind without judgment. Just listen. <laughs> Osama, I have something I want to ask you is because right now, she, the fact that she's saying this and the fact that she's on this initiative, it's amazing. And we already acknowledge that she's going to want to do, she's going to go on to do great things. But what can we tell her? Because the fact that you're doing this movement is amazing. But at the same time, the age that you're at right now, most of the guys you're dealing with do not care at all. And it's not that they don't want to care at all. It's just that it's that age, right? So everything's confusing. Your body's changing. And you're just trying to figure out who you want to be in the world as far as your identity and stuff, right? So Osama, what can we tell her as far as what to expect, what men are going to say to her during this time? Let's say for the next two to three years. What should I tell her? And what to expect from like stupid idiots? They're always going to be stupid idiots. You just have to know that people who say dumb stuff are uneducated are projecting their insecurities also too just talking to you for, for the past like half an hour now um this proves to me that no matter what someone says to her she just can educate them right people here's the best lesson someone taught me the people that talk the most have nothing to say at all the people that listen the most are the ones that are deadly and like lethal because like they're they're taking all your information and they're gonna respond back. So to me, I look at her, I look I look at her as a Muhammad Ali. Someone just gonna wait, or Mike Tyson. Someone's gonna wait and say, "You said a lot of stupid stuff. Now it's my turn to hit you back with some knowledge." Right? That's really it. So I don't think she has to worry about any of the guys. So a woman like her, who's 17 years old, who has who has who's a CEO and founder of, of an organization, working with her obviously like her friends. I'm assuming people who are also part of the team. There's nothing to worry about. 
because she knows the fact that she's already doing a woman empowerment of feminist group. She has the knowledge. She knows what she's talking about. All she has to do is just keep her head up high. That's my advice to keep your head up high. Don't let nothing bother you. People who say that, like these people tell us all the time, like our podcast is trash. This is trash. You're stupid. You're not going to go nowhere. That's just old noise. I remember one, I guess let's end it off. Hustle and silence and let your success make the noise. And let the people who talk the most trash, let them let them tears and weeps, bro. That's all I'm going to say. I have, like, I have nothing to worry. She, she's going to do amazing things. And I guess my last thing I want to say to you, Janelle, is there's always going to be rainy days. There's always going to be rainy days. So if that ever arises, do not worry. If you don't have an umbrella, it's okay. Regardless, the sun is always going to shine. Never know, you. And do you have any final words that you want to say to our audience? I mean, just to add just like a last point on what you had said, um, personally, when people criticize the organization, obviously we do receive criticism. I listen to them with curiosity because my views are, I'm still learning, right? I'm at a really young age. I'm still absorbing information and it's good to challenge my views. And so I find it really healthy when people do criticize me and I do try to come up with a compromised view between us two and then evaluate that. So I use, I try to use everything as a learning opportunity and I'm going to try to continue that. It is hard sometimes, but I'm going to try to continue that. <laughs> if anything, do you want people to tell you once again, remind the followers uh, where they can follow you as far as personal and also your organization as well. Let everyone know where they can follow you guys at. Yes. So we're on Instagram at Eve Advocate. So again, that is E-V-E-A-D-V-O-C-A-T-E. And I'm on LinkedIn. I'm on Instagram. Um, I'm happy to connect on both. Feel free to message me, email me, any way of contact. Um, on Instagram, I am Gianella.Bjar. And on LinkedIn, I'm just, you can search me up, Gianella Bjar. And I'm happy to connect there. Make sure you follow her, guys, and make sure you follow her organization. Support her. Go check, go check out their website. I actually checked it out. It looks amazing, by the way. And also, yeah, go hit her up and go help out their organization if you can. Mo, take them home, buddy. Thank you so much for enjoying this episode. Thank you so much to our guest as well. And once again, it's a learning experience for her, myself, and Osama. We're not perfect, but the point is being imperfected is what makes all of us perfect in a way. We're taking chances. We're advocating what we know, and we're trying to learn from others the things that we don't know. And through this, as a collective, as a union, as a society, we can actually put forth that change that we all want to see. Regardless of what your beliefs, ideologies are, we want to see change. And you cannot see change from your own perspective. It's united. It has to be broad. It has to be cohesive. And if you could do that, you could do anything. So with that, we say thank you so much. Our guest, we are so humbled to have you. And we cannot wait to talk to you again because we know when we talk to you, it's going to be in a different spotlight, a different type of environment, and you'll be doing amazing things. So thank you once again. You guys thought we were done? I don't think so. We still got to wrap it up. Please follow me at Kusa300. Follow my co-host Muhammad at Muhammad.Global. Make sure to follow our page at Instagram. Also, make sure to subscribe to all our platforms. We drop every Wednesday at 12 p.m. Thank you. We'll see you next week.